The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. January 5, 2019. Happy New Year, everybody. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today, the state of the cigar industry address. How are the imports? How are the sales? Who is making it and who is not? Um, We're going to get to that. And our friends from Hammer and Sickle Cigars and Vodka asked for a few minutes to tell you about the state of Hammer and Sickle. We'll get to that, too. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority 2019. You have anything you want to come clean on before he comes on? Anything. Do I want to before he comes on? Yeah. What? This is your last chance. What? Nothing. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So, obviously, there's a new packaging here for the first cigar of the day, so it must be a totally new brand. Huh? Those that are that's, watching on here? That's pretty slick, if you ask me. Red on red on white. And there's the regular cigar that's inside. Pretty awesome. That's pretty Hammer and awesome. Sickle Tradition. Tradition. Yeah, pretty yep. good. And this is the Churchill. Yep. Gary, it's tell today's us about first it. cigar, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for Clint Group, a.k.a. Hammer and Sickle. The size is 7x48, which is a Churchill. It features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. Single cigar will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 $174.99, which is a savings of almost $25, or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So this is what usually happens. You're going to see a lot of this this year because I know major packaging changes happening uh, across the country, uh, across the world right now when it comes to cigars because we have FDA warning labels. It's been held off for a while. Well, not only do you have that, but people can't come out with new products. So how do you... Uh, relaunch yourself into the marketplace. You change your packaging and give yourself a new look. Yeah, and freshen now, it up. It's exactly, been ha- it's been happening for years. But in my 34 years in the cigar business, every single time somebody makes the change, the consumer complains that the cigar has changed because the outside packaging, the band changed, the box changed. Therefore, the cigar itself changed. It's not the case. Well, and why would someone make that drastic of a change on the packaging? And try to hide the fact that they also change the blend in some way intentionally. It's entirely, for starters, too much work. But now it wouldn't I think make it's sense. illegal. It's you, illegal to do it. You, you draw attention change, to the fact that yeah, you cannot change the blend. You're not allowed to. 
Uh, but anyway, I warn them. You know, you go dramatically into a change of a, a, a crystal box into a wooden box, red. There's never been a bigger change. That's huge. Right? This is the biggest change ever. So uh, here it is. Um, let's see if it's any different than it was. I know and love the cigar. Yeah. It shouldn't be any difference. Um, but let's uh, see for sure. It smells Am I like- smelling cinnamon on the foot? I'm just kidding. That's a red box. I just, just, yeah. break, just breaking balls. Which happens a lot that somebody, like a color of a band or something, you'd see red on a band or something, and you'd smell cinnamon. Candied apple. It's another thing that's red. That's what I'm well, unless you do, the, a lot of time, the, the, the green apples are the candy apples. Yeah, but they're usually covered in that red oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. The caramel? No, no, the red hot stuff. Yeah, there's candy apples that are Viagra? red, and there's the other apples that have the caramel. Caramel, caramel. Yeah, red, the candy-coated deliciousness of a candy apple. Yeah, blah, blah, Shipping blah. Tooth. Let's cut this thing. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands are raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal last chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, <coughs> and excellence. I want to give a shout-out. We had a visitor this week. Josh and Rosie came all the way from yes. Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. They're in two different branches of gov- of uh, military. Married, uh, one in the Navy. Navy and, and she's, she's the um, Air, Force. Air Force. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice. They nice came in. Work. They had a cigar with us. Took yeah. their picture up on the desk here. And uh, isn't that one of them's in one branch of the service, the other one's in the other branch of the service. Their marriage will last forever. Well, they, they don't see each other. Yeah, they don't see each other much, so yeah. they get a they get a, a solid shot. So, it. so they don't see each other much, and they decide, or he decides, to come up to New Hampshire to see the Cigar <laughs> Authority. Drove. Yeah. Drove up. He needs other hobbies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to him, Josh. It was awesome. I don't so. even like doing the hour, half-hour drive to get here on Saturday. I know you don't. <laughs> I, know. I wish they could teleport. Uh, all right, so what are we using for the first lighter of the year? Everything becomes the first this of the year, the first meal you had of the year, the first everything of the year. This is the first, first disappointment. And we even have the first insult in the chat room this year. They're saying that you are extremely cranky this morning, Jonathan. Screw oh, you. Jonathan. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Attaché. Hmm. We're celebrating uh, the, the launch of Hammer & Sickle's new product here, and what better lighter than one that looks like it's so expensive. you got a single action, single jet, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. you got a window to see how much fuel you have, and fuel's not an issue because this has the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. This is the Vertigo Attaché for $9.99. Wow. I don't think it looks... All that expensive. I think it looks like a $30 I, lighter. It Maybe $30 lighter, but it doesn't look like a $100 lighter, which is how most of them look. It looks like a the Jeep, a plastic the Jeep, but it's not. It's a metal jet flame lighter. Easy. One one trigger, you push it down. That's it. No Pinpoint window Pinpoint accuracy. Uh, big wheel at the bottom. I like it, but I think people, when you use that, they're thinking, assuming you're using a the Jeep or something, and it'd be the best damn the Jeep you ever had. That's all I can say about that. So being cranky uh, is not something you gave up for your New Year's <laughs> resolution. Um, be, being standoff, standoffish that we had this morning, our, our early talk this morning, <laughs> is not something uh, that you immediately go into uh, 
Are you, saying that, are you saying that that no, just, should have been my New Year's resolution I'm is to be saying, more pleasant? I know it wasn't, obviously, <laughs> or it was an immediate failure like my diet. <laughs> yeah, that never happens in the first of the year. But a lot of people, they want that to be their first thing. We're going to get to that in the next, next hour anyway, New Year's resolutions. But not something uh, I've been very successful with. Barry, nothing. You're not try- going to try? No, I'm trying a few things. Yeah. I'll share later in the All show. Right. So far, I feel like I've been successful. All right. We'll see what ends up happening. All right. We're going to take a couple pops of this. This tastes like the regular hammer and sickle tradition that I know and love. It's no different. Well, it's it's a little of, lemongrass. Yeah. Or oh, I got a little bit of wheat, some cedar. Definitely an earthy component. But uh, isn't it interesting that people are going to be that way? But maybe to the positive... Maybe. Doesn't taste like glass. <laughs> I would think people that like stood away from it. For you saying, know, he's sitting right there. If oh, you're gonna, <laughs> all right. He's coming on in a it's little It's about while. the packaging. He's going to come on and talk about, about the cigar. How, At least now it's about the cigar. Right. With I nice don't want. I don't want to pay for the packaging type yeah. of thing. It's going to cost a fortune or whatever. Uh, you know what I will say about this? The price did not go up. Ah. And everybody's going up. And the price, and we're going to get to that right now, the state of the cigar industry address. So let's begin, and we'll get this out of the way. This is the 2019 state of the cigar industry address. What you're about to hear is information, facts-based information. This is the state of the cigar industry address. I've been putting this together every year for myself for well over 20 years now and for uh, the Cigar Authority for the past few years, sharing it with you. The reason why I do it, it helps me understand where the industry is and what I can do to move my business forward, both in retail, online, distribution, and now in media, um, in the right direction going forward. This is uh, based on information I have acquired from many sources, and I'm not going to bore you with all that as I go through, but this is the state of the cigar industry address, January 5, 2019. There was a double-digit increase, increasing for the year 2018, with imports of large cigars. And a large cigars is a cigar valued at more than 76 cents factory cost, leaving the country. It went up over 10% nationally. This is uh, after a 3% increase in 2017. It took a 10% or more increase, slightly over 10% increase um, for this year. 366 million premium cigars were sold in the U.S. for 2018. That's up from 330 million in 2017. And now the highest amount of import of premium cigars since 1997, which was a ridiculously high 489 million sold in 1997. And I say that number ridiculously high because that was the beginning of the bust. The cigar boom that happened in the early 90s, the bust happened when they imported 489 million cigars, which created a bust because it goes to when there's too much inventory, right. the price ends up dropping down. When there's a shortage, prices go up, like gasoline and anything else. That's what happened with cigars. So looking at 489 million, the problem that happened there it was way too much than the country needed. Well, not the case with, <coughs> with the... 366 million that was brought into the U.S. We actually needed those. So this typically could be the highest um, year for cigars coming in, premium cigars. 
Nicaragua took the lead as the number one supplier of premium cigars in the world last year, as they continue to build on that lead with double-digit growth of imports, estimating right now at about 12% growth over last year. And I say about 12% growth because the final numbers have not been calculated. The U.S. Bureau of Census will make slight corrections in units and dollars, but unquestionably, this is the biggest growth is coming from Nicaragua, the leader in cigars worldwide, despite the turmoil of that country that they had this year. Yeah, they had problems getting tobacco out, getting out. cigars out, everything right. out. So political problems happening there despite that. You're talking about a 12% growth on top of it, which is up more than it was nationally of uh, cigars coming in at a 10%. They are 12%, so they took the lead even more. Dominican Republic had another good year with a 3% increase of imports coming into the U.S. Honduras increased also slightly growth with Mexico and Costa Rica. So it's number one is Nicaragua, number two is Dominican, number three is Cuba, number four, Honduras, followed by Mexico, then Costa Rica, and other countries following after that. Despite government pushbacks, we're talking no smoking laws, high taxes, and rising age restrictions of premium cigars, the industry had a very good year. Mature retail stores sales were slightly up, in unit cigar sales across the U.S., and early reports say that they were up in dollars also, showing a consumer recovery of premium goods, which also include cigars. Custom accounts, the amount of customers per day in retail shops was slightly down, again, in most retail shops, including cigar shops, for another year. Although custom accounts were down, the average sale purchases in dollars and units sold in brick-and-mortar shops were up nationally, not just in cigar brick-and-mortars, but in other brick-and-mortar stores. As for Black Friday, reports show that the number of people visiting all stores in 2018 was 4% lower than in 2017, which is the same uh, loss from the previous year, down 4% two years in a row from the amount of consumers going into retail shops. Brick-and-mortar retailers were down in sales and in custom accounts for all retail on Black Friday, and the same for shop local Saturdays. We assume most likely the same in retail stores. I have no reports on that, but I assume it's going to be the same for cigar-only retail shops. As for online sales on Black Friday, $6.22 billion was spent online by the end of Black Friday, an increase of 23.6% over last year. 23.6% increase online on Black Friday. Cyber Monday once again broke all records with sales and growth and the economy uh, showing that an economy has somewhat recovered. Online cigar sales were reported up double digits for another year online. My personal interviews with key retailers after the holiday season reported that the tobacconists did not see an increase in customer count, but the average customer spent more in 2017. People are spending more, but less people are coming in. The conclusion for the calendar year 2018, imports increased in units, cigars, over 10%, the biggest increase in years. Retailers have increased in units, cigars sold, more money, but less customers coming in. Online sales have increased in customers, units, and dollars. 
This conclusion is happening not just in cigar retailing, but in most retailing. Brick and mortars are continuing to complain that their stores are showrooms for the internet, and this is true. Cigar retailers are selling singles, and consumers are buying and tasting in their stores, but consumers are buying bulk online at discount pricing. Some online powerhouses and manufacturers are building tasting shops, known now as branded cigar bars and lounges, to get their brand tasted through their experience in their lounge, and then driving the consumer online. But less is successful than previous announced. In 2018, 12 billion cigars were sold and consumed in the U.S., 12 billion. Over the 12 billion, half of them are little cigars, like cigarettes or cigarillos, which leaves 6 billion large cigars. Of the 6 billion large cigars, less than 5% were handmade or what we call premium cigars or large cigars now. That leaves us 366 million premium cigars sold in the U.S. in 2018, the most imported premium cigars in the past 19 years since 1997. Hard goods, the economy uh, improves, continues to help luxury items such as humidors, expensive lighters, and cutters. Hard goods, goods for cigar smokers were up again in 2018. This, too, has helped sales for average purchase numbers in retail stores. Limited release cigars were absent again for most part for the most part in cigar shops and in the cigar business. With FDA layering down in the cigar industry, most manufacturers have not put out new brands, sizes, or products. FDA has changed user fees in 2018, and all cigars were increased in cost because of that fee, and more so in 2019. In 2018, $68 million was collected in FDA fees, taxes, just for cigars, and that will go up to $80 million in 2019. Cigars will account for 11.35% of the FDA's total user fees collected. <coughs> that means $68 million of the three of the $672 million collected for 2018, $68 million of the two, $672 million collected. Again, 2019 will be $80 million, so the fees have gone up as of January 1st. $712 million will be collected in 2019 compared to the 672. Fees will go up, which means prices will go up, and prices have already gone up on a lot of brands already. And this is user fees. In 2018, lacked newcomers. No new cigar companies coming into the industry, or very few. Box to single ratios, box sales versus singles continue dropping in retail shops. Retail continues to showcase single cigars. Brick and mortar has become sampling sites, single cigar shops, and tasting grounds to try before they buy online. Online sites now control over 60% of all cigar sales in the U.S., and 80% of that is coming from just six companies online, four of which are the suppliers to the brick and mortar shops. Monopolies are growing and expected to continue uh, through 2019. Um, and there seems to be little pushback from the retailer to that trend. Another trend is cigar bars and lounges continue to open up in large numbers. Most states have set the minimum age to purchase tobacco products at 18, but many states have gone up 
in 2018 and more are expected to go up in 2019 to the age of 21. FDA user fees and FDA legal fees along with labor costs and rising packaging costs means we will see more price increases in 2019. Many cigars, how many cigars per day does the average premium cigar smoker smoke? There were 323 million people in the U.S. in 2018. 83 million of those are under the age to smoke, which leaves 240 million adults. 2% of adults in the U.S. consider themselves cigar smokers. There are 240 million adults times 0.02 equals 4.8 million cigar smokers. With casual smokers added to that, let's call it 5 million cigar smokers. A small percentage of them are premium cigar smokers, that's 5%, but again, let's go as high as 10%, adding the casual cigar smoker into this mix. 500,000 people smoking 366 million premium cigars uh, nationwide equals 732 cigars per person per year. So take that 732 cigars per person per year, and you guys should be figuring yourself in as you're listening to the show. Divide that by 365 days. It equals two cigars per day on average for a cigar smoker. Yeah, I beat that. And I beat that too. And yeah. some people do I one. I might be a little over that. Yeah. Uh, isn't that interesting though? It is. So that's how it averages. Everybody on this panel and most of the people actually listening to the show probably beat it. But then you have the person that smokes the one cigar a week and all that stuff, but it comes out to two cigars per day on average. I'm already on my third. There we go. How much is spent on premium cigars a year? (laughs) With the price rising... Time out. Honey, shut off the show, please. That's it. (laughs) The retail premium cigar industry is now at an all-time high at an average of $5.46 per cigar. That's what the average cigar retails for in the United States right now. That's the low and high average. Times 366 million cigars per year that's sold, we have an estimate of $2 billion spent on premium cigars in 2018. How much have you contributed to that is another question. I'm good for about five Gs a year. Yeah, I only know because I ran my numbers well, the other day. Yeah, and you get a, and you get a, you get a very with my good discount. discount. Yep. We'll see those stats this week, right? Yes, we, we will. will. All right. We have our, our own uh, manager's meeting right. and then the but staff meeting. My wife won't see those stats no. ever. She all doesn't right. listen to the show, does she? No. No, then you're all set. All right, so this concludes the State of the Cigar Industry Address as I see it today, January 6, 2018. As I said, I do this for myself each year. I do this as a close slap in the face for reality of the industry, where it really is, um, and where it is headed. I look at it to make informed decisions for a path forward uh, and where I should go forward with my business. Based on this information I have provided, my question to myself and to you is, what should a cigar retailer be doing to help their business Right now, I'm a Stock cigar selling retail. shoes. It it is um, again. You have to become involved in politics. I keep trying to push you yeah. to run for office, and you won't do it. But yeah. you, you've got to be involved politically in some way. Period. Money talks. The FDA just gave themselves a 10 percent raise by con- by taking over cigars. Yeah, and that's going to bump to 15 percent next year. Yeah, easily. Rubio's bill that he just put forward cannot pass 
because the beast won't let it. It's making too much money off premium cigars. It's going to get shut down. Follow the money is always the There's, thing. Yeah, it's SB9. It's the same bill that's been introduced for four or five years now. It's never gone further than the introduction, but at least it puts it out there so people know. Puts it out there so that the FDA knows how much money they're making. Is how all, dear, all it's going to matter. How do they call it a user fee? It's a tax. Yeah. It's just more, send us more money and let's call it something different or something and have a reason for it. $80 million from the little premium cigar industry. And, and that goes to, you know, we're, we're complaining because we're the retailer, right? We're paying. It, it's, not the, it's not the truth. The truth of the matter is you, the consumer, is paying. And if we're operating on a cost of goods sold, which is how we operate. This this cigar cost me a dollar, and now it cost me a dollar ten. It's a mock-up from the dollar ten. You are ultimately paying, and we're actually making a profit on what you're paying in the tax too. And there, it all trickles all the way down. Everybody's it's compounded. It's right. so bad, and and there's, there's no need of it. Plus, we have to actually make the changes now. We have to change the prices of the cigars because the manufacturers are sending and how they do it. Is a very last-minute thing. I mean, I, Merry Christmas, here's the new prices, or Happy New Year, here's the new prices. As of, you know... Yeah, they give you the same... Yeah. Every company gives you the same bullshit letter of cost, you know, it costs us more money to be but in it's business. True. We held off as long as we possibly could. They all they all are yeah. using the same template. And by the way, here's how we're screwing the end user. Uh, this is, this and is what it costs. And they're not, though. Because I want you yeah. to know that it is a cost to them. Of course and it's they, a cost to them. And, and what happens on their end, as somebody on both ends of it, your employees want more money, the cost of having employees costs more money, the cost of your rent, the cost of everything has gone up, and now the cost of the product has gone up. Well, you certainly can't take that product and mark it up less than you did before and pay out more, or the next thing you know, you're out of business. So what are you going to do? You actually have to incorporate that cost in there. Now, I receive it, and I go through the same process. Okay, here's what things cost and what it is. So I have to actually mark it up the same way I was marking up something else, or else I'm going to be in big trouble. So now the price goes up on top of it. And you, the consumer, who says, I'm not worried about FDA, and <coughs> let, let the manufacturer worry about this and all this stuff. When it comes down to it, it trickles all the way down to you. So you have to do something, too. I'm yelling and screaming and saying it, but you're actually footing the bill. There are too many cigar smokers that remain silent. There are a lot of cigar smokers that are still in denial that any of this is going to happen. It's happening. It's and happened. It, it, I agree. They You're preaching six, to the choir. But 67 still people, million last year. There are, still people, year. there are still people that believe that this is going to go away. You know, Trump's going to save us, and you know, we we know who who I'm a fan of. Yeah, but it's hope not going to happen. Hope and dreams ain't ain't cutting right. it anymore. It yeah. never did. You can hope all you want. What do we do about it? I don't have the answer to it. I, I I've shown up till I'm blue in the face. I've said everything I could say. I've written. I've I've done everything. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if you if know everybody fought with half the passion that you have? Yeah. We'd be in a better state. Yeah. And, but the problem is it's so small to begin with. Our industry is so teeny tiny. It's such a niche. Who cares? 80, I, 80 million. That isn't tiny. Well, it's tiny. 80 it's million a, on 366. It's 15% of their income. Yeah. 15% of the, the FDA's income is cigars. So three, 366 million divided by 80 million on every single cigar actually leaving the country. 
coming in. And then it's the mock-up, the mock-up, the mock-up, and then you're going to end up seeing it at the end. What are you looking at? You're probably looking at a buck a cigar when it, when it comes and goes through its whole thing. It's a, it's a lot of... And the, the thing that does kill me is that the cigar company goes up and the consumer gets mad. The consumer who has done nothing to fight this. And they mad they the get cigar mad company. And they go, you know what? I'm not smoking brand X anymore. I'm going to go to brand Y. It's a dollar less. Well, you're paying the same friggin' dollar on brand Y as you are on X. Yeah. They, they all had a pay. Misplaced anger. Yeah. My yeah. anger's not misplaced, Barry. No, not I'm you. Mad at I'm you. talking about the consumer. Yeah, Always. I hate you too. It's part of my New Year's resolution. But, but then somebody's going to make the argument of, we've imported more cigars this year with FDA user fees. Obviously, there the is, consumer doesn't care. No, there, there is something to the fact that cigars are in everybody's face right now. This is almost, it's not free advertising, it's paid advertising, but it's in the news. I mean, Fox ran not one but two specials having both Newman brothers on. Yeah. Uh, Barry ran that, art, uh, that yeah, uh, story this week. Both Newman brothers are on. People that are watching that are going, oh, cigars. That's right. Yeah, I see I see comments on these news sites saying, I don't smoke cigarettes or I don't smoke cigars, but enough is enough. Leave these people alone. I know. So there are some people on our side that aren't cigar smokers. And this was an issue I had with the CRA in the beginning that I spoke to Glenn Loop about it, that we were only preaching to cigar smokers. We had to find the non-smoker that's, that sided with us. Look, I'm pro-NRA. I don't own a gun, but I'm pro-NRA. Find the cigar guy that's not a cigar smoker that's pro-cigars. Yeah. yeah. Bring him on board. They don't care. They don't even know the industry or whatever, but whatever. That's it. So uh, like it or don't like it, that's how I look at how the industry is. And uh, You guys ever drink coffee that has a little bit of a citrus component to it? There's some citrus no. rind in here. So you got a little citrus component in a coffee that maybe has one cream, one sugar. It's not over the top. It's a little light, a little sweet, and that's what I'm getting here. You ever have a vodka martini? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. And they get the uh, the rind of the lemon. They twist they, it. They twist it, yeah. light they, it. They rim the glass. Some they, yeah. And they light it, and they rim it, and that citrus note. Is this what they were trying to do in the first place? No? Taste that martini right now. I, 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 yeah. Taste it with that lemon. Uh, well, we have Eric Wentworth joining us uh, at, in, I, at the bottom of the, uh, the hour. Yeah. Every time he's on the ash holes, he brings vodka. Mm. Right. Should be bringing us some vodka, right? Very so needs maybe we'll have some martinis. A real martini just to verify? Yes. I need, the taste I need profile. To ver- yes, I need a martini to verify this. Right. With a little lemon twist. Shaking that like stirred. <laughs> Nothing? All right. We're going to go to break. Thank God. All right. After the passing of my friend, the late, great Eric Hansen in June, Eric Wentworth has been trying to figure it out. He asked for this platform to talk to the fans of Hammer and Sickle Cigars and Vodka and cigar smokers everywhere. When we come back, Eric Wentworth will say what's going on and if they're going to stick around or what's happening here. We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. 
it's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is 
is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the first hammer and sickle brand that came out, Tradition, and uh, the first episode of the new year, 2019. And uh, with us is Eric Wentworth, and of course he's bringing some vodka with him. Hey, and packing. Uh, and and uh, his cheers to a new cheers. year. And cheers to Eric. A better 2000. A and, and cheers to yes. Eric Hansen, uh, the late great Eric Hansen, who left you with. Uh, Quite a mess, and uh, well, obviously uh, Barry Stein didn't give up uh, alcohol for the new year. We'll get to that in the next hour. <laughs> yeah. But you can see he's I there. Heard rumors he did, but apparently yeah. not. Now speaking of rumors, there's a rumor floating around. Um, I may have started it actually. Uh, Steve buying hammer and sickle? No. Damn it. No. Yes. And in fact, he does not own any portion of it whatsoever, other than what product he buys from us for his stores. And there's people that do own it. That have a piece of the action. Yep. But I ain't one of them. I wasn't asked. I probably would have would have got in nope. because I believe in the product. I'll tell you. And um, we get that a lot, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, so I, if you started that, thanks. There we go. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I know Eric Hansen because, like a lot of people in the cigar industry, they were customers <coughs> at one time. I've been around for 34 years, so a lot of people in the cigar industry were my customers at one time. I have no nothing other than I sold them cigars, um, but um, I get to know them. And then when they get into the cigar business, of course, I want to support them because they supported me because that's one scratches one back and the other, whatever you say. Um, the old friendly reach around. Yeah, there we go. And um, oh, I like it. I'm comfortable. I'm <laughs> comfortable. Um, I'm more comfortable. And then it was a great product with unbelievable, unique packaging and a uh, hell of a nice guy. Great guy. And uh, so 
you know, we get behind it. We do very well with it. Uh, they're local to us anyway. Uh, you guys are in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, yep. and uh, here we are in New Hampshire. So uh, these things end up happening that, you know, obviously I have to be involved with it. I'm involved in the respect that um, I love the company, um, the people involved with it. I love the product, and um, that's, where, that's where it ends there. Um, but, um, you know, we were all set to have a big uh, father and son cigar dinner with yep. Eric. Uh, and um, as fate would have ha- happen, uh, Eric passes away in June this year. Um, I'm still sick over it. When I think about um, beginning of a year, the end of a year or something, you think about the good things and the bad things that happen over the year. That's One when of- you end up missing somebody that you care uh, about. Yeah, you start reflecting on it more. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it was, awful. that was the worst thing that happened to me uh, last year is, is losing a friend, and I know he's your friend too, so yep, I'm, I'm sorry friend. for that. Thank you. Um, so what happens is you take over. They, they put everything in your lap. Um, as much as you were an integral part of it, I'm sure there's parts that you didn't understand what was was going on there. Yeah, I was a cigar salesman. Right. You know, so. Now, now um, we're on the whole thing. So uh, I'm going to let you say of whatever you're going to say about it, but my worry and concern as that happened was what is the fate of a company that lost its leader? Does it go on? Does it move on? So you can tell us all what's happening there. So first off, thank you guys for having me to be able to explain this. Um, We've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of questions asking if we're still a company, if we're still around. Um, We had a lot of product issues starting really at the beginning of last year. And they really came to a head uh, right around June. So, you know, when one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong. Yeah. And so we were at a product for about six months. Um, but we're not going anywhere. Um, the company's healthy at this point. company's healthy at this point. Eric's you dad, have- Rick, um, has stepped in wonderfully. And Anthony Fletcher has stepped in to uh, become president and CEO and run both sides. And between the two of them, they're doing a great job. Yeah, they're giving me a lot of room to do what we need to do to grow the cigar company. And one of the main things we're doing is packaging changing. As you can see here, um, this is the example for the Tradition series, and all of our lines are going to be changing packaging. Um, and there's a few reasons for that. It's you know they're dealing with a glass packaging that you know you were telling me that there's there's cardboard that went around that packaging but the fda told you no it has to be on the glass and it has to be on there warning labels got to be on both yeah. ends we're talking uh, marble we're talking unique stuff that they wouldn't accept the etching on it correct <laughs> so- we, we tried to get that approved if we could etch it and just have it be part of the packaging and they did not like that yeah so they want a big uh, white sticker that's sealed onto this glass yep. box and the whole thing ruins doesn't whole work thing. anymore the whole thing ruins gets the ruined. whole thing it ruins it um, so, so so here's a thing that ends up fda saying that we're going to end up putting these warning labels on it now here's a company that has to change the entire packaging line because they did something very unique from everybody else which is use these different types of materials that is not going to work like everything else correct yeah um you know another issue with like the glass packaging is the cost yeah. they're expensive to begin with but everything going on with china the tariffs i know they're on hold for 90 days but yeah if those go through i mean the packaging then becomes three times the price and it just makes it unaffordable um so you kind of have to get out ahead of that correct and by advance. going to these packaging we're not going to take a price increase this year. That's great. Which is huge because, as we said in the State of the Cigar Industry Address, everybody's going up. Everybody. Correct. Uh, I'm drunk, by the way. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I made him strong. <laughs> he doesn't seem as angry. He's it is a happy just, drunk. I'm a ha- I am a happy drunk, yeah. I'll tell you that. It is just vodka, and he's just about finished. I'll drink to that. It's half a glass. <laughs> it's rather impressive. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, we think they're going to display beautifully. There's no question. They're going to be easier to display because the other crystal packaging and marble packaging all had removable lids, so you lose the part that had all the etching and all the detail in it. And the other thing that I'll say is that your uh, crystal packaging gets lost on the shelf because it disapp- It literally disappears. You can see through it. It just looks like plastic. So you have to look yeah. for yeah. the cigar itself. And yep. this is going to be a little bit of a red flag in that it is it's red. It's, yeah. And it'll be flagging people as they're looking. I'll be able to see where the hammer and sickle is. And from a photography standpoint, this is a hell of a lot easier to photograph (laughs) than a glass box. Oh, yeah. That was difficult. So those that are hearing the show and not watching, and most people actually listen to the show, um, the... Top of the box, the whole box is red, but actually, when you open it up, even the t- the, the open lid yep. is is red and a, and a hard form, the, much like the packaging you see on on the limited release Davidoff type of uh, packaging. Boxes. It's a higher end wooden packaging, yeah. basic wooden packaging. And, and for people listening, if you would imagine fire engine red, and if you got more red than that, high gloss fire engine red, it's red, and. Um, the uh, hinge that opens up past uh, 45 degrees back yep. there, which is fantastic for us. You know, our, bar, our huge uh, shelves, yes. yeah, our shelves are on a slant to begin with. All retailers are. That's, yeah. Everything's on a slant. Okay. So, and what happens is the box lids, and next thing you know, you're sticking pins in it or something to hold the thing open. So you, you thought that out. Yeah, that was a big part of yeah. it. Um, you know, if we're going to do it, we have to do it right. And you know, this is just the style of box that I've always loved. And is this going to be for all the lines, or this is just tradition? All the lines are changing. Okay. Um, they're all going to wooden packaging, um, making it more accessible, because now we can have them made in the Dominican where the cigars are made. Well, We're not dealing with multiple you got, levels of transportation. Yeah, no slow Aren't you doing something with uh, Berlin Wall? Is that also wood, or is well, that... So the Berlin Wall... Uh, the round series, I guess the original Berlin Wall. <laughs> copper band on Copper it. band, yeah. everything is going to be discontinued. Ah, uh, those up while you can. That's a collector's item now. The Berlin Wall box press is what we're going to be moving forward with with that. And when we launched the Berlin Wall box press, that was kind of the idea behind it, was to see if a 10 count would outsell. Because it's the same exact blend. Yeah. Um, and the 10 count just kind of took off. Uh, really hurt the Berlin e- Wall sales. Easy, and easier sale, for sure. Exactly. It's under $100. I found um, myself smoking so, the box press more often. Yeah. So, you know, Berlin Wall happens you to don't be like one the of Berlin my favorite. No, it's my Oh, you favorite. like it? That's the one you like. Yeah, okay. that's the one that's my favorite. That's right. Um, yeah, no, the Berlin Wall box press is a great cigar. Um, it's just an easier sell. And so, so those... And that packaging will change also, though. That packaging is changing colors right now. Right now it's white and black. All right. Uh, we went to black and red to match the band that we created It comes for in it. its own little travel humidor. Correct. It's sick. It's very cool. And it will stay like that? It's going to stay like that. It's yeah. got All a little right. mesh, a little oh, mesh halfway through. You can drop your lighter and cutter in there. You can drop a little humidification. I have some and you have things. And yeah, they're perfect. It's unbelievable. I Definitely ordered. reusable. I know I'm a semi-retired disc jockey, but I have a couple of those boxes, and I put cables and little doodads, connectors. It zips right up. It's great. Now, is there a target date for us to see these on the shelves? Uh, we're hoping uh, by the end of the month. Wow, good. So we're, we're really hoping, especially for this. This is going to be the first package that changes. The Berlin Wall Box Press will also change at the same time. And then everything else will be a little slower as we do have some backup packaging that we're going through. So now I'm going to tell you as a retailer, the 
inventory wasn't there. In other words, e even to us, we were uh, ordering product, we weren't getting it. So some of it becomes, we don't even have this line anymore because there are none. And now it's going to be more difficult for you. It's not getting a reorder because the brand doesn't exist and it's almost like a startup again. It's getting back in. And sometimes that's harder. Do you find that you can draw on some of your retail experience? Because you, you worked for us. It's no secret yep. uh, for years. Do you draw on that retail experience when you're having a conversation with a retailer saying, listen, I, yeah, I did this. This is, this is a, a guarantee. All the time. But I've learned over the years now. I've been doing this for five, six years. Um, some people don't want to hear that. They don't care. They don't want to be told how they should do it. And I understand that. Not um, many retailers are hobbyists. Yeah, it's a lot. Why you got to pick yeah. on the retailers, Barry? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You but become which, an angry drunk. You know, I, I started as a hobbyist. There's nothing wrong with being a hobbyist. Yeah. You know, this is, they fell in love with the product and yep. this is what they wanted to do. And There's something wrong with being an angry drunk. So, I mean, <laughs> this, I'm a happy this, drunk. this is a very unusual <laughs> circumstance that happened here with a company that loses its leader along with production problems that were happening before that ended up happening. So you fell into it and then it takes a yeah. long time to end up because what you don't want is that you said, okay, I'll get cigars in two weeks for you. And then it's the, and that's terrible. Yeah, so it takes a long time right. to get them properly, and everything seems perfect on a cigar, as I remember it. Everything yep. seems to be the same. So let me wait to make it right. It is right. We're ready to go. Yep. Now you've got to get back into the retailer and hope that the retailer looks at the circumstance that happened and say, okay, this is an unusual circumstance. It's not the fault of the person I'm talking to on the phone and I got to worry about these guys don't even know what they're doing. It's going to be, they got cigars sometimes, they don't have cigars sometimes. Yep. Uh, I'm asking the retailer, please give them a shot because you're talking about a, a, a very unusual circumstance that happened. I mean, jeez. I, yeah. I don't want to be you. I mean, you did the right way. You circled the wagons and, and, and you, yep. you put forth a plan and now you're going to execute the plan and we got you to learn the right way instead of just doing yeah. it haphazardly well yeah. and i i'll say I, I know i know anthony well and he is very focused yes he his goal is to keep the company as healthy as possible yep. and keep you guys in business long term he's a long-term player correct and so you guys have a good leader there and that's you know that's definitely the goal is just to make this happen and you know i, I went to the funeral and it was said in the church, this company yep. is, you know, they said it in church. This, this was his pride and joy. We're right. not going to let it go. We're right. going to, you know, so honor gonna, him the best way we think yeah. we can. And that's so, so I knew it, but you could say it all you wanted to yeah. people that didn't know that the, there's no product available. The company's going to come on and you'd hear, oh, I heard they went out of business or anything like this. And they didn't go out of business. It's coming. You know, you've got to imagine a, a lot of crap has happened in between yes. and a uh, big learning curve that happened. You guys took your time and uh, six months have passed. You're ready to roll out now. I we, think you did amazing to end up pulling for off sure. in six months. For sure. We learned a lot in those six months, yeah. which is a good thing. You know, cause Anthony was the same way I was, you know, he's a sales guy. Um, and he obviously, he had a much bigger role on the vodka side for years. So yeah. he learned, he knew a little bit more of the business side, but to run a company, oh. um, we, we've had a, Good amount of time to learn it, and so now we're ready to be able to implement everything we've yeah. learned and make this happen, and we're excited about it. So speaking of implementing, I get asked on a regular basis about Dome Series number two. Yes. Is that still in the plans for Hammer and Sickle? It is still in the plans. We had a hiccup um, 
cigars came in a little longer than they were supposed to, so it doesn't fit the packaging. So uh, we are going to revisit that. Uh, if you want, once we have a little bit of time, I can sell you one of these Lotus Jaws cutters, <laughs> and you just you just you already nip, have yeah. You just nip a little off each one. Yeah, you don't leave me and alone. And then they'll so. fit. <laughs> so it's not not that easy when it's packaged and celloed and barcoded yeah. and yeah, yeah. That's what ends so, up. So, but they will be coming out. We just have to <coughs> rework a few things. Uh, so we have all the packaging. So we're not just going to let that go to waste. So 2019 is doable. On that, or are we talking maybe 2020 or undecided? I would like to say 2019. Why don't you just put them on the spot? With man? everything we have on our plate. Right. Um, that's not at the end of my list of things to do, but that's, you, you know, I get regular I, stuff out. I got to get the lineup and going again and, you know, get back into retailers. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we have a limited edition, it doesn't do us any good if we're in true. 20 retailers. Very true. Yeah, you know, so we're going to. Well, my favorite of the line. This. And taking nothing away from the tradition because this was the baby, the first one to come out, and I love it. And I loved it the most until the icon came out or trademark. the trademark. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, now it's trademark, trademark. period. That's it. Yeah. What's changing with that? Packaging. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be, it's going to be the same shape box with the rounded front. It's just going to be a white wooden box for the Connecticut, black wooden box for the Maduro. And when it's going to be displayed in retailers, we're going to ask for it to be displayed like piano keys. Ah, so Robusto's ah, next to each other, Toro and Churchill. So that's when brilliant. you walk in, that's going to be the first thing you see. Your eyes attracted to patterns. Uh, so as soon as you see that. Eric was big on this type of thing. I would talk to him yep. and he'd teach me so much because he was in the alcohol business and there's so much to go on there. We're in the little cigar business and we think we know what we're talking about till you're starting to deal with mega giant companies in, in liquor. And let me tell you, you better take it to another level and so educated and knew so much and taught me so much. Yep. Um, so that'd be cool, right? Looking at something like that. I think he'd be proud of that. Yeah. I think he'd be proud to walk in and see that. I think he'd love it. Wow. Um, so okay. I'm excited to be able to see that on shelf soon. Beautiful. <coughs> Beautiful. Um, what else? Um, so um, copper band is gone. Copper band is Wh- gone. What color band will that be? Uh, it's a red and white band. Okay. And it will be black and white on the bands on the... Uh, on the um, same trademark. bands on the trademark, trademark yeah. The, okay. the white and silver for Connecticut, black and silver. For All right, so it's a facelift. Listen, you folks out there, you're going to see it on a lot of brands. It's not going to be just their brand. It's going to be a whole bunch of brands that are going to change the look of it. And I'm here to tell you, it's all these years I've been doing it. People are going to say that the cigar changed. For good or bad, they may say the cigar's better. They may say the cigar's worse because the packaging changed. The cigar is the same because the FDA deems it that way. That this same is quality your cigar. Yeah. Everything that goes into them. You is, really just have to make your evaluation on whether or not you think the cigar is good and whether or not it's worth the money and that. No price increase. Correct. Well, it's absolutely worth, worth the money. You know, you had a large yeah. inventory of Icon. You weren't going to throw them away because you had to change the name. So the, the secondary, secondary band. band Icon was moved one at a time. Yeah, yeah. It's and then they would come the in, and up. people go, "It's the same. It's a different cigar." No, they removed the band. It's the same cigar. They yeah. removed the band, reselled it, yeah. re-stickered it. Yeah, same cigar, but they swore up and down yeah. it was different. And, and I can tell you a million stories from the '80s all the way through, as this happened. Uh, frankly, when a, when a brand is sold from one company to another. 
the country of origin changes. The, the only thing that doesn't change is the packaging. The cigar is completely different than it was, and the cigar smoker will say, no, it's the same exact cigar it was. Oh, my God, it doesn't taste anything like it was before. It's not even from the same country. It's not using the same tobacco. Fermentation process yeah, is different. Yeah, everything is different, and you sw- because you see the band is the same, therefore it is the same. Not true. It's amazing how much sight affects taste. There used to be... Um, um, from um, Jamaica, Royal Jamaica cigars with yes. Jamaican tobacco. Yep. Macanudo was a Jamaican cigar using Jamaican tobacco. They, they both moved to the Dominican Republic. The blend completely changes over. It, it, oh, no, it's the same cigar it was before. It's not the same cigar. For good or bad, it is not the same cigar at all. Not even and, close. And that was something that me and Eric used to do every single year, mm-hmm. that... I gave him a box of cigars once as a gift, which was a 1988, maybe? It was the 88. I believe it was 88, 88 yeah. Box of Macanudo Vintage. Yep. And he accepted the gift. And then a year later, he showed up and he said, hey, I got a cigar for you. And we actually smoked a cigar. And as I'm smoking, I go, didn't I give you a box of these? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, these are them. And we're going to smoke them every single year until they're gone. And he didn't make it, unfortunately. So what did you do? This oh, Eric shows up and says, okay, let's keep this going. And, oh, I could almost cry. Uh, I heard you did cry. That's oh. just what I heard. I'm not saying Eric said it to me. I just heard he got there was some water. Yeah. He got smoking. He <laughs> was smoking my ass. Yeah, there are three cigars left. And... You know uh, what? I, it was I a t- gift from his wife, Jennifer. Yeah, and I could tell you, I got the same story of me and my dad with a box of Griffin cigars. Uh, me and my dad would smoke one every uh, week together, and it was, was special Don Bernardo size of cigars, and we did until there were three cigars left. Isn't that interesting? That's nuts. And um, three cigars left. That was it. And my father passed away, and is the three cigars. Everything happens in threes. Jeez. That's wow. Yeah. I put that together. All right. I don't want everyone to be <laughs> horrified by this, but you really should have a smoking tradition with a family member or a close friend where you get a box that you share and you do it once a year because for me anyways, I smoke with my brother. He, he He's not a regular cigar smoker, but when we smoke, we smoke together. And there's nothing better than that bonding no, time. You know, I, and I'd see him come in and he'd have the cigar in his hand and have a smile on his face and say, right. let's do this thing. And it's like a, a tradition yeah. that we would do all the time. And Cigars are built off relationships. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah. why we love this industry. Yeah. It's a very personable industry. It's Well, you want to stay on? I'm in. All right. We're going to stay on. We're going to keep drinking. There's some left in here, Barry, so we can continue. We're going to yes. go to break. We come back. I'm taking a nap. I'm telling you that right now. There you now. go. <laughs> when we come back, New Lightweight. Year's resolutions. Uh, and uh, next Sunday, I head over to uh, the Dominican Republic, uh, see the crops, the manufacturers, see what's going on there. I got the state of the cigar industry, Jess. I see what happens over there. I'll bring that on to you, too. And uh, we'll get into some of that uh, in the next hour. To. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. 
The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar 
for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. We're back with our number two. You did a good job with that, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> that was I, that was easily a 20-minute bit that you cut <laughs> oh my God. into five seconds. It, it took over an hour. To pull <laughs> so we're back with our number two live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. His grandfather was a farmer growing tobacco in the Dominican Republic, and his father started the factory in 1935. We smoke <coughs> a third-generation cigar. Um, by uh, paying homage to his family. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Um, I didn't get much, uh, and I'm yeah, going to save this. way too much. Yeah, so because I had to put the state of the cigar industry address. So that was a lot of info in a half hour. You yeah. could have puffed during Yeah, the little breather. Yeah. I wanted to get through it because I know we had to get through uh, Eric Wentworth stuff, uh, which we did. Hammer and Sickle continues. It's, it's a brand. It's a company. It's happening. Yay. I like the new box. It's going to be bigger than ever. I love it. It's going to be lighter for shipping purposes and things like that. It's going to make life so much easier. But when somebody ended up buying the uh, the Tradition in the glass box or something, they'd get it and they'd go, wow, when we put it in the bag or something, they'd go, wow. And I could, you got a what lot of money. What do is no, eight, eight pounds. pounds. I, have eight. A, I have a solution <laughs> for this. Uh, I've taken up a little collection because my brother's in construction. So he just gives me all the old bricks. Add a brick so, to it? Yeah, so I just add a brick into the bag with the new box, and it'll still feel heavy. Yeah, we're going to actually dump that in cement first, <laughs> so you have to chisel it out. Right. So we got to get the same effect. There we go. So you should do that with the Berlin Wall box press. you got to break down the wall to get to the cigars. It's a lot of work. I was joking. <laughs> so hammer I wasn't. <laughs> have another drink, Baron. <laughs> the one if I do. 
Um, this uh, La Galera was the cigar of the year, as Hammer and Sickle was, but this particular Hammer and Sickle wasn't the cigar of the year, nor was this cigar. But another great cigar, Barry. Tell us about this. Well, today's second cigar is the La Galera 1936 box pressed. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic. Four Indian head cigars. We're going to smoke the 5x50 Chevetta, which features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over La Canela grown Dominican Criollo 98. And the fillers consist of Dominican Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back $739, while a box of 21 is just $136.99, which is a savings of just over $18 or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. I'm excited for everybody in the care pack to actually smoke the cigar because this is one that I think is going to be... I never smoked a cigar before. Oh, my God. I was so satisfied with it. I can't believe how great it is. Uh, maybe not something you go for because the famous one of La Galera is the Connecticut, followed by probably the Habano. Right. And this may get overlooked a little more expensive than the other ones. If memory serves me correctly, the Connecticut and the Habano were both in the contenders pack. That's right. And this was not. So this is an overlooked cigar. Let me tell you, it shouldn't be overlooked, and you're going to know when you, when you end up smoking it. The size is called a Chevetta. So all the sizes that they make on the cigar has to do with what happens in the cigar rolling room or the La Galera. Right. Which is the gallery, the heart of the factory. Right. Yep. Who is the cortador? Is that a person? Uh, isn't that the guy that makes the coffee? I think that's the butler. <laughs> I don't know. What is, but I know what the Chevetta <laughs> is. Cordito. <laughs> the Chevetta no, is that um, half moon type of cutter that they cut the tobacco the, the with. The if you want to talk yeah. about razor sharp, whew, you can yep. shave with that thing. Yep. So let's give this one a cut and uh, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. You know what's excellent is we have a, a lady in the audience, Dawn, and she cut along with us nice. during that segment. Which is excellent. And we actually have a young lady watching the show. Yes. Pamela? Especially shout, special shout out to uh -huh. my daughter, Natalie. Natalie! Thank you for watching, sweetheart. Hi, Natalie! Love you. How old's Natalie now? She's five. Wow, that was quick. I remember what the age she was born. Yeah, it happens fast. So, thank you for watching, Natalie. I remember the day she was born, too. I lost a bet on that one. You became a dad. Yeah, it was mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I She was mine, not it. Clean tobacco. <laughs> Sorry. Clean tobacco. Yeah. And why I say that is it's a very, very fermented. It's very aged, very fermented tobacco. It pays homage to that whole factory. Yep. If, there's, if there's something that's on the wall of that factory, it would be this cigar, 1936. That's when they had the fact factory. It was built by Hochi Blanco's dad that went from the regular family tradition, which was the farming of the tobacco, to say, okay, we're going to make and roll cigars inside the factory. And now Hochi, the son, does both. He has the fields and so he's keeping everything going. Um, one Speaking of, of keeping everything going, yeah. we're going to keep it going today with the Vertigo Attaché. Vertigo Attaché features so fancy. a single jet, easy adjustment wheel, 
single action and the patented Vertigo big ass tank, all for $9.99. If you already have a lighter, you still need this lighter as your backup lighter because that one's going to run out of fuel. It's going to fail you. You're not going to have time to ghost it. You need the Vertigo Attaché as your backup. Ghosted. I remember ghosted, meaning? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too drunk to even really be lighting cigars right now. You had like two drinks. Studio today. Two drinks. I'm a lightweight, man. Me too. In, in drinking only. Yes. Yeah, drinking right. only. <laughs> Set your game up. This is By a meatball way, competition. You'd be able to step your game up. The cold draw was nougat. It was nougat through and through. You're a nougat. A little bit of chocolate, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of nuttiness. A little bit of wrong. So, I would also say that this is his fullest body cigar that he Ooh, makes. I think the Maduro for me would be a little bit, yeah? a little bit more of a kick, a little bit more no nicotine way. Because this, it goes this Connecticut, Maduro, Habano, and then the box press. I totally disagree. And I don't. I'm not saying this isn't smooth. I'm just saying as far as nicotine strength, you smoke it and you're like, holy crap, this has some kick to it. This one is the one when it, it comes to It has some kick. kick off the light, 100%. Yeah. Great flavor, though. This, did you say the type of tobacco's in it? Yep, it was a uh, Ecuadorian was Habano wrapper and La Canela grown Dominican Criollo 98 on the binder. Oh, the La Canela grown, that's important. Yeah. And the filler, Dominican Peloto Cabano and Criollo 98. And La Candela's an earthy tobacco taste, and then you get the other. Not Candela, ca Canela, Canela, the area yes. of the Dominican Republic. That's where what he meant. Canoli? Where La Flor of Dominicana carries their tobacco. Same farm. Same farm. Their partners in it. Right. They make sure to go on their website to specifically state La Canela grown. Right. So you got some strength here. As a La Flor Dominicana would be strong, this is not quite there. Well, yeah, and, and depending on where you pull those primings, if you're pulling them from high up in the plant, you're well, going to be seeing into the it. future. This is top of it. mid to high primings. A little cinnamon on the retrohale. Look at, now, this is part of the care package. Look at your ash, where it meets the ash, meets the tobacco itself, how tight that is, how aged that tobacco is. Very, very tight burn line. Yeah. It's toy, like a toyga. This, 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 I would say, is the cream of the crop of the line. A little too heavy for me. I'm towards going to the milder version well, of this. You're cheating a little bit because you've smoked this cigar so many times. But let's, let's think about it from a fresh palate. I, here's what happened. see where it really comes in. I gave this cigar one of the highest ratings I've ever given a cigar. The Cigar Journal is a blind taste, not knowing what the cigar was. I think I gave the cigar a 95 rating, and I'm not Barry Stein. I don't pass <laughs> out these 90s like... <laughs> wow. You mean hundreds. Right. Seems like that was a yeah. shot. It was. That was. <laughs> Crossed <But> about. It, <laughs> it, it, with all due respect. Um, this supposed to that say makes, that, that beforehand. It, but that makes it okay. Yeah. But he said it after. It so yeah, it's, it's still a, a dick thought, move. It doesn't it's matter. It's a thought that counts. <laughs> Not only do I know this is a good cigar, but blind, blinded, the cigar, and again, being too heavy for my palate, this cigar is a great, great cigar. This is kudos to you for top, giving something that, top of the line. Uh, oh, I always do. strength to it. No, I say it what it is, not right for me, a little too heavy for me, but there's no denying the quality of the cigar, and I would match this up with anything twice its price. Oh, for sure. The, so, and, and this cigar performs well in the shop. As far as sales go, it, it sells by the metric S-ton. Mm. 
to, to yeah, it's actually, it's actually a really good deal. Yeah, As the rest of the line is, must be a different and, and you look at this a little higher in price, it's unbelievable for the price. All right, I'm shut off. Yeah. I'm shutting myself off. So New Year's resolution, the reason why I brought this up is I had heard that Barry Stein went <coughs> to the no drinking, that he was he was called the alcoholic one time too many and said, that's it, I'm off. <laughs> on the show is a different story. I will continue to drink on the show when it's free. Free is oh. for me. <laughs> so you like the, the the druggie that only in case you give him the drugs for free, he ain't drinking. Yeah, he's probably going to throw me off the wagon now by having this or on the wagon, whatever to say. So you are is. quitting drinking. I, I am I am no longer going out and drinking. Period. As as you pass for you. So you're only buying yeah. bottles and drinking at home quietly. No, I probably won't have a drink at home until it's warm enough to sit on in the deck, and then I'll reevaluate. But so, so how many days did you go without drinking? Um. Probably 12 to Two, 14. Three. All right. Proud of you. It's impressive. It is impressive. You know, not counting the, the little bit I've had here and the one ounce of the rum when you guys blind tasted me on the rum. Ah, well, so we you didn't even know you were on the wagon then. I don't know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. It's not Just drinking by the if way, it's for work. No. Yeah, no. And, and no longer drinking. <laughs> you I'm, cannot I'm count drinking. it as 12 days if one of the days you no, drank on the no show. I am no longer drinking in excess of this. Okay. So I will have a, one of my, a, a drink here or there on the show, but that's where I join. One of my New Year's resolutions is I would like to develop a little bit more of a tolerance for alcohol. So I'm going to drink, drink more. more. I'll help you I'm going to drink more so that I'm not such a lightweight. And so the world is I'm balanced. In, I'm embarrassed. But that wasn't my, yeah. New, Year- <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't my New Year's resolution. Because hmm. I started this before New Year's. Okay. My New Year's resolution is to be nicer to the people I like and less nice to the people I can't stand. Really? That oh. explains those phone calls from you at <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. Out of nowhere. I've never been... I just I've, hate sugarcoating it, pretending to like somebody for the sake yeah. of liking them. I'm not referring to anybody here at work. Just and part of the reason why I'm not going out drinking anymore. Right. There are a few people I want to punch in the right. face, and that's not healthy. You still want to punch them in the face. Not seeing them Even doesn't more. make that feeling Even go more. away. Yeah. Even more, you want to punch them in the face because yeah. you're going to be less... But when you're sober, you're less apt to do it. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> Really? Ah. Alcohol gives you an extra confidence level. Oh, I become such a wimp. Yeah. Really? Well, pretty oh. much a wimp all the time. Though. Yeah, I haven't noticed it. Become difference. happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes, makes. This is great. <laughs> you get. I kind of like Barry right now. <laughs> kinda. Yeah, you're definitely cut off. No, no diet thing. That's what I do every no. year. I didn't last 15 minutes. Now, maybe this year I'll hit my target weight, but I'm not gonna. Try, is, try adding on any weight. Is the target purpose. weight up uh, or it's down? Okay. I'm reaching for the sky. <laughs> oh. oh, you've come this far, buddy. <laughs> we're not in, we're not installing an elevator. No, I'm we'll, just telling you right we'll now, you've got to be able to get yourself episode. up the stairs. Well, my mother was no longer in the house, and we have that chair that chairlift that used to bring her upstairs. I was thinking of installing it here. <laughs> wow. So this may, this may be the end of Barry. I'll say it right here. If he's looking to, to raise the, the weight, I'm, I'm maxed. Just I've remember, been pretty good. Paul Bearers will be forklifts. I've been pretty good with. Uh, wow. I started my New Year's resolution a little early. One. Yeah, I'm done with the weird tasting notes. It's just regular stuff for me from now on. Hmm. Yeah, you'll never last. I've lasted. So this is the third today. show. All right. 
All right. I even got the, the harp from Ed Sullivan. All right. I want to know what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein right now. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to have one more drink. for What's, what's up? up in the cigar world brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this week, Mark Weissenberger has resigned as the VP of Marketing from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, citing personal reasons after 14 years with the company. Mm, been a long time. After being just let go days before Christmas, Jack Tarano is back, this time with Espinosa Premium Cigars, where he's going to serve as director of sales. Are you officially saying he was let go? Yeah, they got rid of five people. We reported that. Victoria All McKee, right. him, a few other brand ambassadors. That guy, is he must set the record for being able to land on his feet the fastest of anyone I've ever seen. He's, he's one of the nicest guys he, I've ever yeah, Very nice. Very, very nice. Well, super guy. Yeah. He's, he's one of those people that everybody likes. <laughs> so if something doesn't work in one company, he can jump into the next yeah. one and boom, he's off and running. Does not burn any bridges. No. And uh, Davidoff has announced the release of the Winston Churchill Limited Edition 2019. The cigar will be available in 10-count boxes. It will be available at twoguyscigars.com in about two weeks. How expensive is that? Uh, $29.90. Yeah, it's actually good. not bad. $30? Isn't that nice? It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> the last one they came out with was 36 so yeah, you are that's out. good. And, and the, bo- and the <laughs> box is going to shut up. And the box is going to have the 10 cigars sitting on the top of a tray, and there's uh, a gap under the tray to put a humidification device. So oh. after you finish the 10 cigars, oh, you can right. reuse the box as a... Small 10-count humidor for right, those gustos. Cool. I have to take a look at the uh, seal on that and see if it's okay. We reported a few weeks ago that Michigan legislators voted to extend the 50-cent tobacco tax for the foreseeable future. The nice. move was shockingly vetoed by the governor, and the state will return to a 31% tax beginning oh. in 2021. To make matters worse, the veto was issued as one of the final acts by the outgoing governor. That's a Richard move right there. The state of Massachusetts is now officially a 21-year-old state for tobacco purchases. Boom. Kind of. There is an exemption if you reached 18 before December 30th, 2018. However. Which I did. City, city law circumvents state law, so places already 21 are the prevailing ruling. Capiche? Yeah. So that exactly happened with alcohol because the alcohol drinking age when I was 18 was 18. Mm. When I was 19, it was 19. Yep. And when I turned 20, it was 21. So You got gypped. I got gypped out of No the wonder year. why you don't drink. There we go. So Government. And, and lastly, Senator that's, Rubio that's resubmitted the, the measure to exempt premium cigars from the FDA as Congress is set to start a new session eventually. And that's what's up in the cigar world. All right. I, I'm looking at the top resolutions for 2018, and there's a three-way tie. Can I take some guesses? Yeah. Lose three. weight is up there. Go eat. to the gym. Well, so there's two of them. Eat better. Yeah. Eat healthier. Okay. And get more exercise is tie, a three-way tie. And the third one, three-way tie. Quit smoking. Cigarettes. Save money. Which is a big Barry Stein move here with the alcohol consumption yep. too, right? Yes. Part of it. So this is the three-way tie. Eat healthier, exercise more, and save money. Uh, I'm going to do none of those. I'm going to do the opposite of each of those. Raises for everybody. Have fun. Um, <laughs> and then it's followed by focus on um, self-care. 
getting more sleep. Getting more sleep. Getting more sleep. Well, that would go along with not drinking as much. That's an easy um, resolution. Sleep more. Like, that's not painful at all. Like, usually a resolution is a painful thing. Sleep more? Okay. It's only painful for you. Yeah. Read more. Read more. It's a terrible one. Yeah. Um, followed by make new friends. Obviously not Barry. No, not me. I, I have too many friends as is. Yeah, it is. Learn a new I skill. Get a new job. <laughs> take up a new hobby. None of those. And the majority is... Not making a New Year's, New Year's resolution. Thirty-two uh, percent people saying they're not going to make one. Period. Those are people but that just don't like to set themselves up for failure. If you went back, take tw- life as it comes. If you went back twenty years ago, you know what number one would have been? Quit smoking. Uh, not even on the list. Right. I'm, hap- I'm happy to see yeah. being in the cigar business. <laughs> I'm happy to see. Right now, it's take time to take a peek from the asylum. From our friends at Asylum Cigars. You shut They're up, too. To yeah. Away, <laughs> They're coming to take me away. Ho, ho, hee, hee, ha, To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. <laughs> it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. It appears the city of King, New Hampshire doesn't have a sense of humor as a new Vietnamese restaurant is set to open downtown. The restaurant serves what Americans call pho, but the correct pronunciation is pho. According to the city, the business needs to remove the sign advertising the name of the restaurant. K. The name you ask? Fucking great. Which I think is priceless. Ah, the restaurant owner says the city is being discriminatory. However, there is a precedence in North Brunswick, New Jersey, where a Yankee fan opened a bar called Buck Faustin, and the Red Sox loving may have made them change the name. So much for free speech. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Eric, you know the liquor store down south somewhere of um, Beaver? No. You don't know it? It no. exists. Yeah. Beaver I liquor? Would, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little slow on the uptake there. There we go. Well, it's something that you're not accustomed to doing. All right. Leave that, huh? <clears throat> leave that all, this leave. took a turn. <laughs> following message was submitted <laughs> through the Contact Us page, and coincidentally... The subject line is Barry is very wrong. Nice. The way to start it off this year. And Joe writes, guys, on the 2018 Cigar of the Year show, Barry said he doesn't get the flu shot because it made him sick. My wife used to work at the federal vaccine court. This is where people (coughs) sue and get compensation for getting sick or injured by vaccines. It is impossible to get pneumonia from the flu shot. People get, in quote, sick after getting a flu shot all the time, but 99% of the time, it's a coincidence. The most common problem with the flu shot is people get their flu shot administered too high on the arm, mm. and they get a shoulder injury. Barry, I usually agree with you, but you were way off this time. I think he should go back and listen, because I said the only time I got the flu shot, I wound up with pneumonia. And then say the flu shot gave me pneumonia. I flu shot doesn't give you pneumonia. But, drink, but drink the one time one. I had the shot. That winter, I wound up with pneumonia. I'm going to pass. Do you get 
the pneumonia shot because that's a different shot. Yeah, no. Because it doesn't give you pneumonia. No, so you're just it, it, I, I wind up there with is the flu no pneumonia, pneumonia shot. shot. There is. There is. There is. No, there I isn't. I got it. I've had it. I've had it. And yeah. Shut up, Don. It's a thing. Go back to cutting your cigars. So how about this year? You don't go. You don't go totally against people when you're wrong. He fights hard when he's absolutely wrong. I fight hard he no fights, matter what. You fight the hardest when you're wrong. Unless you're yeah, he fights even harder. Yeah. He fights even harder. And he's shut up, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> Being nicer to people. Send your cards and letters to Mr. Jonathan. They do. Um, <laughs> next week we are. Um, we review a lot of. Um, Cigar brands, and we've done. We've reviewed the magazines. We've reviewed a lot of things. Next week, we got reviewed from a whole bunch of people. And we're going to read some of those reviews out to you. And also, it's that time of year again. We're going to get to the the ten commandments of the cigar shop. Good. Also Love coming it. soon to the cigar.com will be a movie review. What? Ah, coming soon. Coming soon. I have that in the notes yeah, we'll of the get, next we'll hour. We'll get to that in the next hour. Ah. Jumping the gun a little bit. All right. No, I'm very interested in <laughs> That's this. called a tease. Is that anything Ooh. like Dave's <laughs> BS like 93 review yes. of a snack <laughs> on the show today? Ah. By the way, that was very good. I had the leftovers. <laughs> and I gave that snack like a 96. <laughs> See? So if we deduct the Barry Stein quotient. It's 82. <laughs> if, 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 if the full box was available, it would have gotten like a 101. But there was only like one row of are you, rows left. Are you going to be the first blogger to give something higher than 100? Yes. And what will that something be? I, I don't know. I can't see the future. But um, next cigar I smoke, that's 100, and it deserves a 101. I'm going to give it a 101. Because you could take a test in school and get a 105 on it. How? He's correct. Extra credit. I've done it. Extra credit. He gets extra credit for the packaging, maybe? Maybe. I, I, I had 100. Uh, you'll, you'll not believe this, but I had 105 average in the sixth grade final score on the books because really? of extra credit. Yeah, but you were homeschooled, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you met my sixth grade math teacher. He's real. I did. He's, He's the real. one that gave you 105? 105. Yeah, I had out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I had extra credit. He shouldn't be a teacher. Wow. My uh, schooling on math hasn't gone further than the sixth grade, but we know that. All right, it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? What would you rather? Would you rather have a time machine that only goes back in time or a time machine that goes forward in time? Back in time. Back in time or forward? I don't want to know the future. Well, if you go forward, you can't come back. Because the time yes. machine has to take time you back. Time machine takes you back. Here's the problem with going back in time. If you go back in time one year, in one year, you're destined to go back in time. So you will be stuck in an infinite loop. Ah. Wow. wow. Isn't that deep. interesting? You, wow. You, that is deep. You, you thought of that for a long time, huh? No, right. you it's, can, the, it's the lack can, of drinking. Yeah, it's you a can, clear mind. You <laughs> can continue drinking. Yeah. It's working for you. Impressive you would, thought you would, Every year you would go wow. back in time. Mm-hmm. Because it would be back to that day that you did that. For Barry's reasoning, I'm taking forward. <coughs> so you end up having a great year. That's the year you, you don't say. You go back in time and friggin' stay there. You go back in time and then you go back to where you were. On February 3rd, it's, as soon as the alarm goes off, I'm going to go back to February 2nd. They're going to make a movie out of it. <laughs> yeah. Call it Groundhog I'm back day. to hating him. <laughs> oh, great movie concept, guys. Yeah, Let's run good. with this. Let's go with wow. it. Wow. I think it'll work. Get somebody like you Bill Murray or something. He'd be funny at doing something like that. <sighs> Andy McDowell, it. I think, well, would be a good co-star. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> you see the, the story of Bill Murray's 
people that met Bill Murray. There's a movie about Bill Murray. Mm. Bill Murray shows up at the right. oddest places. Wedding. Yep. Yep. And they say he's awesome to be around. Right. He just has fun. And Yeah. So it's I thought like it very me. interesting. And I want Bill yeah. Murray, I believe, is a cigar smoker. And I would love him to show up. Just show up one day. Yep. And come on as a guest. And, and we then will just gladly give him Mr. Jonathan's seat. Yes. Whatever, I'll get my seat up. I'm taking your seat, though. Bill Murray, if you want to show up here anytime, do it. It'd be great. It'd be great to do it. Um, all right. Um, want to take a break? Let's do it. Let's take a break. And when we come back, um, I'll make these guys an offer they can't refuse. And uh, see if Barry um, knows where the lines come from. I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Sound familiar? No. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. We're live at the studio. My life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know where it's from, but it sounds yeah. familiar. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameroon binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar 
and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking the La Galera. This is the box press, 1936. I wrote 1935 on here. 1936 box pressed, full-bodied, good cigar, really good cigar. Incredibly smooth and balanced. Not as strong as I remember. Tons of flavor. Yep. A lot of flavor. Aaron, strength-wise, I'd give it like a five, maybe a six. I'd say eight and a half. Eric, you fall under the category of um, really a manufacturer at this point. I mean, yeah, but you you smoke everything. Yeah, in my heart, I'm a cigar geek. So you, you, I love cigars. You're across the board. I see you all the time in the shop. What should I be smoking? Is the question. Other people's cigars. Yeah, yeah. I want to try everything. Yeah. It's the way to go. Got to grow the industry too. These people that are smoking just their own stuff—they're missing it. It's exactly. So how how do you know what the next thing is going to be if you're just smoking the same thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. The one complaint I have about the Chevetta is you smoke it for 20 minutes and you got to take the band off. All right. Because it's two bands. (laughs) Weird segue. Where where were you going with that? (laughs) Because there's two bands and the other one's getting dangerously close, as you said. So now I want to hear it. So Barry. Uh, said what he was going to do this year is get the Godfather for Christmas. He did. I yes, saw the picture did. online. Yes, 
And uh, now we have uh, some time has gone by, so we would like a review, a movie review. So last night, I take the cello off the DVD, the Blu-ray DVD, open up the clamshell, take the DVD out, Just in there. walk up to the TV, hit the power button on the Blu-ray player, doesn't turn on. And I look behind the machine, it's plugged in. Change the where it was on the circuit breaker. Maybe the circuit, the one outlet was dead. Still doesn't turn on. Find the remote, which was a nightmare in itself. Hit the button. It still doesn't turn on. So this morning on the way in, and they come here till about eleven fifteen. Usually I'm here about ten thirty or so. Yeah. I had to stop and buy another DVD player. Oh no! Just so I could watch the movie. Just so you know, um, Jack Whistle, your uh, laptop there has a DVD player. This might not. This one has a thing, but I don't know if it's a Blu-ray player. And I didn't even think to try it. And my wife was going to watch it. The two of us sitting in front of a Mac was going to be the same. So you've never watched The Godfather? Never watched it. Me either. I think that Mac and Jonathan's never watched it. There's four people on a panel here. Three had never watched The Godfather. It's, it's almost impossible. You guys are out of your mind. It's not impossible. No no Patriots tomorrow or maybe when I leave here. Uh, but by tomorrow afternoon, it will be watched. It will be watched. It because be I'm watched. Gonna, Because I have a segment here in the show notes yeah. for Barry has seen The Godfather. Yeah. What do you think? And the answer is, I didn't watch it. You know, it's like next when you week, have cigar news and there's next nothing Next week, in. we'll be able to discuss it a little bit on the show. And then I right after the show is over, we'll have the review for The Godfather he on the He read the show notes and saw that he was going to have to watch it and watched it last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It, it'll get you ready for the meatball episode, meatball event that we're going to have here. Well, I wasn't going to the bar last night, so I had, like, nothing to do on a Friday night. So it was my plan to watch it. On Friday night. Yeah, if you're not drinking, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> Trying to watch a movie. And getting calluses on his hand. Here we go. Then he'll finally understand the segment music, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's see what you did there. So the meat, the uh, <laughs> first meatball um, is uh, the Clash of the Meatballs 2019. It's Thursday, January 31st. My birthday. A few tickets left. They will be gone today. Uh, Sammy B's Construction, supplying the cake. Ah. My brother. He's right. just learned He's that constructing now. a cake. He's saying, okay, he'll do it. Because <laughs> I already, already talked to his wife. All right. She's in charge of the company. <laughs> I was already crashing the party, Dave. He was crashing anyway. So we got uh, macaroni, garlic bread, and five meatballs are included. Steve Sock from Dunbot and Tobacco will be joining us, supplying two of the cigars, the Micarita and the Sober Mesa. Sober Mesa is about sitting around the table after dinner and talking. That's what we'll be doing after. The procrastination before doing the dishes. Right. Yes. <laughs> and um, Which that excuse doesn't work with my wife. So this is Sober Mesa. She goes, get up and do the dishes. Uh, you're the dish guy? I put them in the dishwasher. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. So we have uh, five meatballs are going to be judged, and now it's official. Uh, Mr. Jonathan will be doing a meatball. Barry will be doing a meatball because he has seen The Godfather, and he's able to do it properly. Uh, I still don't understand how he got on the list. He never supplied us no, with meatballs. No, I know. Since he said he was going to do it, I've made meatballs three times. Yeah. He's not made meatballs once. Ed Sullivan will be doing it. I will be doing it. He's made meatballs three times in his life. And Steve Sacco will be doing it. He's never made a meatball, ever. You sure? I know for a fact that he got the recipe from somebody who is a customer of ours. Really? I've been been sworn to secrecy as to name dropping, but... There's one thing about having a recipe, and there's Correct. another thing yeah. doing it. You can have all the recipes yeah, you, you want. There's, there's books of recipes. Yeah. I'm going to put my money on Ed. 
Ed's very good, but Ed's very good when it comes to baked goods. I don't know. Ed See, Sullivan. He seems like he's one of those Jonathan Barbo, Barry Stein, Stinelli, <laughs> Steve Saka, Barry Stinelli, and David Garofalo. I think I got this. <laughs> I think I got this. I'm just saying. Yeah, but if this well, was Vegas and we were creating a line, Jonathan has the most experience playing with balls. Therefore, <laughs> he's the favorite. Clearly. It's two but, to one at this point. There's so many things I want to say. But uh, Mr. Garofalo, <laughs> yeah, there Dave, won't be labels on these meatballs. There will not be. If I they predict, saw labels, you'd win. Correct. Okay, I predict so. Dave doesn't even come in second. Really? He's third or worse. Wow. Wow. I don't want to win. I just want to finish ahead of you. I'm going to be first. That's impossible. No, you're not going to be first. I got to step it up. It's I, I may, I may have to go to my mother and ruin, my daughter. What was the prediction? For a hand. What was the prediction? That he'd go to his mommy. That was the prediction. Just just for some. He's uh, already saying and he's thinking, oh, maybe because he's got to bring in the heavy hitters, the real heavy hitters. His mom who taught him how to make meatballs. Yeah, if your mom makes the meatballs, she wins. Yeah, that's not even fair. G- You're supposed to make the G- meatballs. I will make the meatballs. I know G makes a hell of a meatball. Yeah. I've had her meatballs. She's very good. Yeah. But you have to make the meatballs. I am going to make it, but I'm just saying I get some information from them. He's going to have encouragement. I'm getting no information from anyone. It's my same meatball recipe. This is it. I got you beat. Oh, please. I've had your meatball. Please. Which is very good please. for a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for a Frenchman. So here's the story, just very briefly. Aside from Dave telling me never to make meatballs, he's on the phone with, of all people, Nick Perdomo. I put the meatball in front of him. He takes a bite and says to Nick Perdomo, they're in the middle of a serious discussion. He says, Nick, I have to call you back. Hangs up with Nick, (laughs) takes another bite of the meatball and goes, all right, I have to say it. You nailed it. For a first time. Where'd you buy it from? For a first time. There was no disclaimer on that. You nailed it. It's the nicest thing he's ever said to me ever. Yeah. And, and he's asked me to make the meatballs for a Two Guys Smoke Shop event. By the, by the way. He's never made them for an event. The chat room is saying that the container you bring your meatballs in should have a ribbon tied around it. There we go. <laughs> That's right. I don't have my bell here today for some reason. I know reason. you people are watching. Yeah. So I'll give you a little sign language. You know, you know the ribbon story? I do know the ribbon story. Oh, you story. do? <clears throat> it, yeah, everybody's and talking I about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time to hear the Don Raphael <coughs> offer of the day Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars Everyone has a price, would you do this? And if so, for how much? And I usually have a little line here of which one I wanted to do um, I'm going to go with $25,000 I'm interested Eat nothing but your pet's food for two weeks. <laughs> All right. That's the only thing you can eat. Two weeks. Your pet's food. You no. know what your pet Hang eats. Hang on a second. If you got a goldfish, it's goldfish food. If you got a dog, it's dog food. My problem is that my dog is not large enough for me to be able to live on the food that he eats. So that's so, a no? Hang on. I would like to substitute my brother's dog because it's a larger dog. No. Your pet. It's not quantity of food. Jonathan, it's you, his food. This do you food. have you a little that Pomeranian that you walk around with in your arms? It's a Yorkshire like, Terrier. Like, like, it's adorable. Under Paris three, Hilton or something. Under three pounds. You, you've seen his dog? <laughs> no, but it makes oh, sense. Absolutely. He can, he can curl up into a ball in this It matched with his automobile perfectly when he got out with, with it. It's perfect. I'm doing it. For how long? Two weeks. Yeah, I could do it. No problem. Nope. 25 grand. No problem. I'm out. I'm out. I ate a milk bone on a dare once, but no. 
Do do Ed I get Sullivan? Do I get to have the snacks too, like the pepperonis? And yeah. Sauce. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> really? This wow. is the first time Ed Sullivan would do. He wants, yeah, he wants I mean, to do something. Yeah. I mean, presumably you still get water. Yep. So it's, you're, you're not going to die. You're going to eat exactly what he eats for two weeks. I'm, I'm in because we, because our dog is so small, the amount of money we spend on food for him is equal to what you spend on Dean Martin. It's the best of the best. Is I'm it, doing it, it? Is it the kibble, the dry stuff, or no, is it wet no, stuff? No, it's this is the real deal. It has to be frozen. Frozen? Yeah, oh, yeah. Has to thaw before you can eat it. it. It's it's people food for dogs. Correct. You should have have let me take my brother's dog's food. (laughs) I'm not. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not eating what Dean Martin eats because I can smell it. I don't like what it smells. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, my dog's food smells delicious. By the way, Dean Martin looked very dapper on New Year's Eve with his hat. (laughs) Yeah, we celebrated. Yeah, we dressed him up. Nice. We spent. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But Ed Sullivan, I'm shocked. Is is it a dry food that your dog eats? It's a dry food. That, see, I I would go to the dry food, but the the stuff that's not yeah, dry I is think gross. It's chicken and brown rice. It looks inoffensive. And do you put hot water on it? You no. make a gravy out of it? No, no? gravy. Okay. <laughs> it all gross. sounds so bad. I could never do it. I, I, may, I might actually add my dog's food into my meatball recipe. <laughs> <laughs> You guys will all be when it wins. When it wins. When it wins. Okay. All right. The message. This message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Donald Hayes writes, "Hey, hey guys. As always, I enjoyed today's broadcast, but I must comment on Mr. Jonathan's taste notes on the Co Jones cigar. He's not going to do that anymore. I too found the sweetness which came from the wrapper and the flavor of charred beef, which is a dry flavor. The dryness can be considered the sour flavor. He notes." I do find the cedar flavor, and it blends nicely with the meat flavor. One point about the cedar, I find that it's noticeable after a retro hail through the nose. As Mr. Jonathan has difficulty with the retro, that may be why he fails to have that flavor. Best regards for a healthy and happy new year to you all. Donald Hayes. Donald Hayes, I know who he is. Um, so C.O. Jones he's talking about. Now, that's yeah. interesting because C.O. Jones is the same maker, Hochi Blanco, that's making the cigar we're smoking here. Nice, nice catch. That Love was saving a beauty. <laughs> wow, he's great. He's great. There's wow. nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. He's so much better than you. Yeah, in every way. Jonathan so much my brother. Whipped the paper, and a, his brother just stuck out his arm and let, snagged it. Let's, let's face it. It's, see. It's, it didn't know it was coming. No, nope. it's a piece of paper. It's Doesn't a matter. Catch. He wasn't was ready for it. It was a save to Garesque. Could not have made. And he, he's still smoking the cigar. Didn't jump up or anything. Just sticks his hand up and catches it. It was. And he's acting classic. like he's been there before. Right. Right. He has been there. He's not over celebrating. Yeah. It's impressive no. all around. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> m- moving ahead, I'm, I'm going to the Dominican. Um, Next week after the show. Are you going to stay at Camp David this time? No. no. I'll go up there and see the view and have a drink and... Have some tostones for me. Tostonos. Tostones. What are they? It's a smash plantain that's uh, fried. I'll do that. I've done that. Yeah, unbelievable. I like that. That, Put salt on it? That, yep, and a cold presidente. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Sounds amazing. Um, And uh, we'll come back, and I'll tell you what's going on with that. The following week, January 26th, Nick Melillo is coming up live. So we'll have Nick up here, and he'll talk about uh, his success he's been having. He's getting a lot of Cigar of the Year awards and And getting notoriety for sure. Remember, that originally came about because a listener wanted us to talk about the history of Connecticut tobacco. Right. And is he going to do that? 
Well, who else would do that? Right. He knows that stuff. Does he know it? I don't know. Maybe I'll give him a heads give up. Give him a heads maybe, up. Maybe yeah. we'll quiz him on the show. <laughs> Surprise quiz. We should smoke the High Claire Castle on that cigar. That is an underrated yeah. cigar. It's true. It's but under cigar. the radar for a lot of people. The, uh, I love the story behind it, too. Nick Great and, story. Nick and I already discussed it, so he would like to smoke the new one, which is a Connecticut. What is the tabernacle? It? Oh, the new tabernacle. Ooh. I'm interested. Yeah. The new tabernacle. He, he has uh, asked for the Corona Gorda size, which I said, sure. We'll have to that pull works. some now. Oh, he, I'm sure he fast. asked for that, Ed Sullivan, right, the grab king some. of Corona yeah, over grab there. Some on Monday. I'll, sh- I'll show you our conversation. Unless everybody runs out to two guys' cigars and buys them over the weekend, and we'll pull some Coronas for the show. But you should Corona be buying, Gorda. Yep. Yep. You should buy them now so you can smoke along with us. Yes. Yes. It's not part of the care package because we didn't know. I guess we better get some for ourselves or that wouldn't really work out. <laughs> All right. We I gotta, think it'd go well. We got time to squeeze in a classic three-way? Always. All right. Let's do that. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence oh, of so a great athlete. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. So with uh, FDA and everything, you're talking about a classic cigar under $3 per cigar. You're going to see a change in classic. No, it's not going up in price. It actually may go down in price. Dun, dun, dun. One of the things I'm going to the Dominican Republic for is that. Going to deal with that issue as it's going on because it gets impossible to do, and it's a value value cigar. So uh, I'll be working on that, and I'll have the information when I come back uh, on that product. But right now, we have the champion of 2018 and sitting to my right, and 16, and 15, and 14. Mr. Jonathan loses like most weeks, but the last week of the year, he really studies. Clutch player. Coincidence? I'm going to bring Eric in in place of Ed Sullivan. But, Eric, you can use Ed Sullivan to your help when it gets to you. You could phone a friend. Phone a friend. That's right there. I'm I'm not good at this stuff. I don't even know what we're doing. All right. So this is the classic (laughs) three-way. I'll stop with Mr. Jonathan. I can see you don't listen to the show either. I listen to it. So it's without going over is the key here. Uh, Bradley Cooper actor who was nominated for Academy Award for his role in Silver Linings, Playbook, American Sniper, and American Hustle. He also starred in The Palace Beyond the Pines, The Hangover Trilogy, and provided the voice for Rocket in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Bradley Cooper, born today, what year? You have to write it down. You got to write it down. It's tough with math. Take your time, buddy. (laughs) We'll all wait. What year was he born? All right, perfect. What do you got? 1971. 71, he says. Now, you, you want to get some help from Ed Sullivan here? Or you nope, good? I went to 81. 81. And I have 74. 74. Give me a Y. Give me a E. Give me a Y. 
don't have my bell. So 74 will take the win. Uh, it's I was, 75. I was close. One point for Barry. I'm going to call you in on the next one, Ed. Well, that was going to be my guess, 1975. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> really? Of course. So it goes over to you so you can talk out loud after they write down. Okay. George Reeves, American actor. He was Superman on the TV show. He also was in the movie Gone with the Wind. So these are help for you. Born in Iowa today. What year? George Reeves. What do you got? What do you got, Ed? He wasn't young when that show was on TV. No. Black and white. Uh, you got to go at the highest 1900, but... Try at the to... highest 1900? Sure. That's an old show, and he was not incredibly young when he did it. I'm going 1900, then. 1900. Yeah, 1907. 1907. 1874. 1874. Barry Stein. Yes. You son of a... <laughs> yeah. You're useless. Barry Sorry. Stein gets it again. <laughs> at 07, it was 14. With 14, there you go. <laughs> well, he didn't look good for his age. He looked <laughs> he old. Bell. Correct. So this one was all set up for Barry Stein. <coughs> Doing well. But unfortunately, he didn't watch the movie. Robert Duvall, American award-winning actor and filmmaker, The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, MASH, The Great Santini and Taxi Driver. Robert Duvall, born in Ca San Diego, California today. What year? 1945. 45, he says. Ed, what do you got? I'm going 1944 because it's my turn, you jerk. 44. You gotta go lower than that. So let's go 42. Sure. All right, we're going 42. I love this this sliding scale that they have. They don't have to write it down. They just. It doesn't matter because you gotta go lower. He should have said 1900 or something. It's 1931, so everybody's over. I'm gonna do it like the prices. So like they did one. They did yeah. Shoot. They didn't cheat. We should honest, have. I still don't understand the game. So That's all right. <laughs> You're doing great. So, yeah. All right. You're shut up. Nobody gets a point. It goes <laughs> over to Mr. Jonathan again. British Naval. Uh, a classless move. I <laughs> <laughs> knew I hated you. A British Naval expedition led by Benedict Arnold, U.S. defector, uh, General uh, Burns in Richmond, Virginia today. What year? 1721. 1721. So, Ed, what do you got, bud? You were in high school then, weren't you, Ed? Yeah, I, re <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> Benedict uh, Arnold. Yeah, you're not going that low. You could go 1770 or late 60s. All right, we're going 1770. 1770. Yeah, I'm over 1801. 1801 is over. 1770 will take the point. 1881. That was so, all me. And I got one question left. <laughs> all me. So it's two to one to zero to Mr. Jonathan. You notice how he does terrible every single week. Terrible. I'm yeah. down by two points. <laughs> well within the ability to tie and maintain the championship. One question for the tie. This is over to Barry Stein. Bonnie Parker meets... Claude Barrow for the first time at the Clarence Clayhouse today. Uh, who gives I would a think, crap? I would think it would be Clyde. I don't even know. Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? They we met each other. Points? This is the the when they the two met, the lovebirds yeah. I like to call them. Bonnie and Clyde meet today. What year? 1906. 1906, Mr. Jonathan. 18. It was Eric Wentworth's turn, by the way. I'm gonna cut to Ed. 1827. Anyway. <laughs> 1827. What's that got? Uh, I think it was probably 1917. 
1917. For right. the point and the tie. 1917 is correct. We have a tie. We go to the tiebreaker. Uh, I'll go to Eric Wentworth and Ed on the tiebreaker. It's died this day. Calvin Coolidge, the 30th president of the United States, dies in Massachusetts at the age of 60 years old today. Calvin Coolidge died today. What year? Well, he was born on the 4th of July. <laughs> I know that for some reason. We should get something for that. <laughs> yeah. Google it. It's a fact. See, we, we got a problem. I have no idea when he was president or how long he lived after. He was the 30th president. 30th president. Before Trump. Do a little math there. <laughs> but oh, after Washington. So yeah. in between there somewhere. Take your time. Nine, You're stalling right now. 19. It's it, 20s or 30s. Pick something. 1919. 1919. 1908. 08. 1934. 34. How close? It was 33, Mr. Jonathan. You, you said 34. 19 will get it. And Eric wins it. Eric wins it. All by myself. Uh, <laughs> no help. Has a guest ever won? Close, but no meatball. <laughs> yeah, Trevor's <laughs> the reigning champion. Well, he uh, cheated tremendously. <laughs> so... <laughs> Since Eric is a guest, I'm still a champion. We're going to give that one to Ed. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was a joint effort. Joint effort. Is Ed. Ed is our champion for next week. Considering he Ed is the all champion. of them right. But a champion, nevertheless, is the La Galera Box Press 1936. That was maybe the longest classic freeway ever. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. You're welcome. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm a giver. Way to start the new year. So good news is that... Um, Hammer and Sickle continues. continues. I'm so happy to hear yeah. that, that everything's good. Yep. And uh, I ask the retailers to get behind it, the consumers get behind it, help these guys out. Let's Had a rough patch. Let's turn it around. Let's get these guys going. As far as La Galera, I'll see Hochi Blanco in a couple weeks and um, a week, a week and a, and a day. Have you guys ever had Swedish meatballs? Yeah, yes. at Ikea. It's <laughs> That's the whole reason so, you go to a key, right? You don't buy Swedish, the furniture. Swedish meatballs are meatballs, for those that don't know, in some sort of jelly, typically a grape jelly. Uh, and if you had that and you had burnt ends kind of together, you got a little bit of the smoky, charred component of the beef and a little bit of sweetness coming off the meatballs. I thought you weren't doing this, stupid right? tasting. Though. See, that's yeah. two things that don't go together at all. A meatball and grape jelly. Yeah. Who put this together? <laughs> the, the, the Swedish people did it. Leave the meatball to the Italian. Gives, gives me an idea, though. I could get the Ikea ones and rinse them off and then throw them in a red sauce. Wow. And imagine oh. everybody picks that. <laughs> yeah. I, they're great meatballs. You can get meatballs Ikea at does Ikea? It well. Oh, they oh, do yeah. Well. yeah. You have to walk 45 minutes through the store to get to it, <laughs> but it's worth it. You just I never know. It's news to me, too. Yeah. Road trip? <laughs> Look at you, a fat guy. Look at you coming around. You're coming around. I like it. All right, that's it. Next week, we, uh, we review cigars, but some people review us. We're going to get to that and the Ten Commandments of the Cigar Shop. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. You've learned nothing else in the last two hours. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.